wraps because they make me laugh. That's why we're talking about them. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I'm your host, the ring announcer to the stars, the Twitterless heroine herself, the most professional podcaster, and now, new nickname alert, the pop punk princess, the queen of soft style herself, Miranda Morales here, hosting another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio, which you can find on thechairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yes, we are a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network. And I say we because I do not do this show alone, as you've already heard by the buttons and probably guessed because I've done pretty much every show with my co-host. He is the kingpin of TheChairShot.com, the unstoppable one, Mr. Greg DeMarco. Acknowledge me. I didn't even realize I put the acknowledge me soundbite in your thing, but there it is. Acknowledge me. Started on this show. I feel like you discovered that on this show and then you just snipped it up real good. And now it's been all over the Chairshot Radio Network. As it should be. Acknowledge me. That's the way it should be. As we are back, another week, another topic. This week, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about AEW, pretty much the things that we don't hate about AEW. Let's get straight to the facts here. I don't particularly hate AEW. Now, let's get this straight. I know I just said the things that we don't hate, which is true, the things that we don't hate. But this topic is a little bit more for my co-host, one Greg DeMarco, because if you've ever heard him talk about AEW, it's like 99% bad stuff. It's like really bad stuff. I can't even try to disagree. Like I want to try to disagree. <laughs> yeah, he's been a doubter since day one. Not a believer, a doubter since day one of it's AEW. True. It's he's true. He's day one-ish. Of, of Dave, AEW. it's me, Dave. You know who you are. Yep. Of AEW doubter. I'm not even going to say hater. I mean, I could say hater because that is fairly accurate. But there is one thing on uh, AEW, you know, that Greg does not hate. And that's, that's going to be, you know. There's a few things. There's a couple of things. There's a few things. But there's one above all else. That's true. One. It is the one. Uh, I I even like the other thing. I like a lot of aspects of the other thing you're going to want to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two things that we both agree are really valuable, entertaining aspects of AEW. So we're going to jump into that on tonight's episode. But also, you know, don't forget that myself, Miranda Morales, I am on social media at uh, the hashtag Miranda, 
hashtag spelled out on Facebook and Instagram. You can find Greg at Chairshot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, the Chairshot is on Instagram at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You know, we got to do our independent wrestling promotion plug, IZW Grand Prix, happening August 28th. August is a crazy month. August is an insane month. Uh, IZW caps off a crazy month of independent wrestling, not only, you know, just in the state of Arizona, but all over. Uh, But tickets for Grand Prix are still available um, that you can get online. Um, Greg, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about how they can get tickets to Grand Prix? So that right now there's a whole lot of ways, um, as, as we are taking advantage of some of the flexibility that we have and trying out some new things. You can get them from your favorite IZW wrestler. If you want to, which is new for us. We've never done that before. You can also find a link at any one of our social media channels. They're all at IZW wrestling AZ. And you will have the link right there to both Grand Prix and Nothing to Lose, which is a student show, which will take place before Grand Prix, um, right before Grand Prix. So you have an opportunity to, to do some of that as well. Just announced that this week. Lots of great feedback and in, in, in ticket sales there, too. So lots to be a part of and, and lots of ways to do it. But yeah, hit up your favorite wrestler, because if you want to get a deal, that might be the way to do it. And so that's going to be the, the advice that I give to you. In that regard, but at IZW Wrestling AZ is where you want to be. Yes. And thank you for reminding us about Nothing to Lose, which is the student showcase that will be happening on August 28th. Uh, doors open at 2.30 and bell time will be at 3 p.m. Tickets are $10 and it's going to be featuring uh, students from three different wrestling schools. That includes Off the Ropes, uh, based out of New Mexico, the Al Snow Wrestling Academy from Colorado, and the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center based out of Arizona. So students from those three schools are going to be featured um, on Nothing to Lose. And then, of course, Grand Prix will be beginning at 7 p.m. Actually, the doors or general admission doors open at 7.30. So actually, yes. yes. So a little bit later on that night. Um, So you get two shows on August 28th. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, Speaking of the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center, they are also the official school for Phoenix Championship Wrestling uh, that will also have a show this August. It's actually going to be in just a few weeks. It's August 14th. Um, Phoenix Championship Wrestling presents Rebirth at the Revelry in Mesa, Arizona. Tickets are still available for that show as well. And then, of course, your girl heads out to Las Vegas, Nevada for SummerSlam weekend. I will be re-announcing for future stars of women's wrestling that will be happening on Sunday, August 22nd. Uh, That show will air at 2 p.m. And that's going to be live on the FSW Network, which you can find at fswnetwork.com. FSW is having a variety of shows throughout SummerSlam weekend. That includes the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So lots going on in the world of independent wrestling out here on the West Coast in Arizona and Las Vegas. So make sure you stay tuned and don't forget to support your local independent wrestling companies. Before we jump, though, into tonight's topic, so Greg, I need your help with something. I don't know if you can What's do that? just a little tiny thing. You I'm need my need help YouTube. that never happens in life. Yes, never. Literally never. As in, literally, before we just recorded this, I was asking Greg's help for something. No, not at all. 
And so with your help, Greg, I'm going to need you to wind it up. It's time! Yes, yes, it is. It is time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirt today yes you can pick up your own impact zone wrestling t-shirt and you can also get your chair shot t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and if you shop it between august 4th and august 7th you can get 20 percent off your order by using the promo code summertime that's s-u-m-m-e-r-t-i-m-e that means you can save money while you're spending money so go ahead and go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. You're going to find over 25 different different t-shirt designs. You can also customize those by getting different colors and different styles. And you know, the queen of soft styles always here to promote soft style, which you can get with sleeves or without sleeves in order to enjoy the last few months of summer. So what are you waiting for? Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. You can pick up your queen of soft style t-shirt and also everyone hates Greg. Multiple always use your head t-shirts, the OG chair shot logo, and much, much more at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Tony's got orange wrist tape too, Taz. Really getting your goat. No, you're You'll right. take care of this, right? Did you, did you have orange wrist tape? No, you just no. had white. No, oh, here we go. Right. And their opponents, at a combined weight of 556 pounds, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, the acclaimed. Yeah, I like these guys. Claim just signed, put pen to paper, but this dude here needs an escalator just to get into my face. I son these haters. Thank you, like you want some bad behavior. And this dude's too generic to even diss. Matter of fact, yo, you looking too ugly to even kiss. Yo, <laughs> my name is Max, this is Anthony. We are the acclaimed, everything you plan to be. Wow. Wow. was hot. Diss track before the that match. Oh, man. So the topic that we're covering tonight are the things we don't hate about AEW. And as Greg did the lovely introduction, A1, 1A, the main thing that we do not hate about AEW, and that is the acclaimed. Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, the tag team in AEW that provides the most entertaining content Every single week, of course, that was Max Caster there doing his weekly, uh, or not weekly, it feels like weekly, though, uh, rap against their, you know, opponents, in-ring opponents. And, man, I, I literally cannot not smile every time their rap comes on. So, Except maybe I mean, this look, week's we- rap. Wait till you see this week's rap. You might not. Uh, okay, okay. I still will. I still will. At this point, look. There's. It's just. It's hard. If you're cool with making fun of mental health and rape, then yeah, you'll smile at it. But he oh. may have crossed the line. E- he may have. Damn, Max Caster. We had so much faith in you. We had you. We literally decided to do this topic because of you. 
Man, Anthony Bowen salvaged this. Salvage this, Bowen. Salvage this. All he does he is, is say four much... words. I don't understand. Well, I mean, he, he does, does help. Little. He has helped a little bit. The times where it's gone too far, Bowen takes yes. that mic. You know, he's That's he's true. definitely uh, the guy who helps salvage salvage some of these things. But anyways, so we all know probably why I like it. Again, I'm very much into the form of entertainment. I love stupid shit. I will be here till the day I die on the mountain saying I love stupid shit. But Greg, this is one in particular that you like about AEW. This is probably the thing that you like the most or one of the only things you like about AEW. So I'm very interested in knowing, what, you know, what is about the claim that you like so much? It's just entertaining. Like, it really is just entertaining to me. And, and it's it makes me laugh and it makes me smile. And it's just, it's wrestling at the end of the day, despite what people think, um... And lots of people think this. It, it's just about being entertained. And different people are entertained by different things. But to me, Max Caster comes out and it's not something I can see anywhere. It's not something that uh, I, I even knew I wanted to see. Like the first time I saw it, I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, this is different. Like I loved the New Age Outlaws back in the day. I yes, did. So did. Like I. I'd scream, your ass better call somebody just because. Just like I'll play the Shields theme song and walk down my stairs. Like I just, yep. there are certain things that work and this just works. Now, sadly, in the world of pro wrestling, things work till they don't. And hopefully that doesn't happen here. But the acclaim randomly got put together. Max yep. Caster randomly started, you know, he, he was rapping before this and, and he's released music. But it just happened and it worked. And, and it worked because it's one of those things where somebody appeared on Dark and WWE tried to sign them. And AEW had a rush to sign them before that happened because they could have signed them. Maybe they should have signed with WWE. Who knows? Because, again, they're on Dark more than they're on Dynamite. And that's just sad. But hopefully with the advent of Rampage coming up in a few weeks, we'll see them more not on Dark and, and on televised wrestling because they're an act that AEW needs to capitalize on. So far, their biggest accomplishment has been losing to the Young Bucks, and I hate that. But if I were AEW, I would have put the belts on them. But that's just me. Mm -hmm. But as... They're proving. Oh, no. Even... I mean, that goes to a larger topic about how the tag belt should have gone to multiple teams at this point outside of the Well, and even a, a person that we're going to talk there. about, the person that we're going to talk about later, again, and it, it's been a long been a criticism of WWE, no one to pull the trigger. And, and it almost seems like they don't. But I have actually literally pulled up. This is the first acclaimed video I think I've ever, I ever saw. And, and so I'm going to pull it up. And actually, I'm going to pull up, I'm going to play the whole intro because. Because even the first part entertains me, and and you'll understand more. And and why you know at this point on this show, why TF not? We'll just listen to videos. So yeah, here we go. With a twenty-minute time limit, approaching the ring first, at a combined weight of three hundred seventy-eight pounds, the team of John Cruz and Michael Naka, 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 Naka. Might have been a tad much. And how about John Cruz? Hey, just get the free merch. Look at this rotten SOB. John, I don't like John Cruz. John Cruz and Michael Nakazawa walking advertisements for ShopAEW.com. You can get the new holiday collection sweatshirts available now. The only place to get official AEW merchandise. ShopAEW.com. Yeah. 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 
my guys. I like these guys. The acclaimed top of the chain, so I <laughs> and their opponents. And a combined weight of 556 pounds, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster. The acclaimed. Acclaimed is the name, and no, you ain't stopping them. Knock your ass out like your name's Nate Robinson. Yo, <laughs> Nakazawa, you a trash. John Cruz, so ugly, you should probably wear a mask. Yo, we the guys that you idolize. Treat you like we did the Bucks on Dynamite. 18 to 34, demo getting hotter, and we on TNT, cause we only bring drama. Really? Yes, corporate synergy. AEW! <laughs> the acclaimed have arrived! That's right. I fucking. Every time it says corporate synergy, I fucking pop. That was I the don't first care. time. That was that the was first time. That was the first one. time, and I've, he's said it several times since. Yep. And I pop for corporate synergy. Where is the shirt? Give this man that a should corporate be, synergy shirt. That should be a shirt. shirt. Yes, that should be a shirt. The reason just, why. <laughs> Because most people know that John Cruz is also Serpentico, right? Most people know that. I'm not yes. doing anything crazy. But the fact that he'll say something like that, like, you look so ugly, you should probably wear a mask. Babe, like, that's funny. Babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his puns, you know? I mean, look, there's when, gosh, man, doc, there's some that are just, oh, you do feel bad about laughing. You know, Brian Pillman Jr., when he talked about Dark Side of the Ring, like, oh, like, there were certain things that were... Uh -huh. Not supposed to be funny, but we're funny. Um, and, and he could get away with that, you know, and I do think that creates edgier content. And that mm -hmm. goes to a lot of people looking for edgier content. Um, why, you know, when people reminisce about one of the, the predecessor to the great rap songs in professional wrestling, that is the doctor of thugonomics, John Cena himself. And for a long time, that was the John Cena that many mm -hmm. people preferred because he was edgier, because his lyrics were more controversial, because it really did appeal to more of an adult audience. And I do feel like AEW really encapsulates that demographic by, you know, the acclaimed being more adult. Again, you have, you know, Anthony Bowen's playing more of the straight man, but I think, and uh, not literally. Which is a really ironic statement yeah. that you just Yeah, made. that's an ironic statement. I mean, just. That might be the name of the show. I'm gonna, I might have to name the show Anthony Bowen's playing the straight man. <laughs> I meant that in the figurative sense. Please know that uh, in this duo, the straight man is someone who, you know, um, is able to steer things. And he's also the strong man of the group as well, where Max Caster is, you know, runs his mouth. So I think that dynamic as a tag team has always been very entertaining when you have seen that. Um, I mean, talk about the New Age Outlaws, you know, yeah, Road Dog running his mouth, but Mr. Ass is the one in the ring, you know, uh, handling business. So I, I do think that that dynamic has always been successful. But going back to, you know, being able to have a very entertaining entrance, one that grabs people's attention, and then in the ring, playing off of that dynamic is something that's rare. And again, as you mentioned, it was this was a formed tag team. You know, these were two individual competitors that came together. And I find that to be a beautiful thing when you can get two people and you can create such a great tag team. Um, I mean, going into kind of the things that sh they should be doing, that's a larger conversation about the AEW tag team scene where so many teams should have had opportunities. At one point, they missed the mark on top flight. Santana and Ortiz, you know, and even the Acclaim. Those are just, the, just an example of teams that, yes, they elevate on dark and elevation and maybe on rampage, and they've done a great job of building up online, 
but they i think could translate well on television too and that could be a truly unique aew element that they created that they can take that ownership of but the sense of for especially as adult fans they don't insult your intelligence i i feel like they you know are just both entertaining in and out of the ring and it, it captures your attention it makes watching especially tag team wrestling that much more entertaining whereas there's you know it's a very niche and some people are not tag team wrestling fans at all um that the acclaimed are really a shining star within aew something that's unique something that wasn't taken from any other company and brought over and aew should take pride in that and taking pride in that shouldn't mean you know having more airtime having more visibility and being more of a contender within the tag team division so uh because my mind wanders things I didn't know about Max Caster that I've just learned because why not? Right. I didn't realize he was as old as he is. He's way older than you would think in terms of someone who's very relatively new to the wrestling scene. He's in his thirties. I didn't know that. I thought he was in his twenties. So surprise. Yes, um, I did. Uh, I'm still unfortunately older than him, but that's, that's just neither here nor there. Not by much. Still much um, not by much, but yes, yes, yes. And I, he's literally from the same exact place that I'm from. Like, Damn, that's why. That's the connection. That's what's up. Rockville that's the connection. Center. Like Rockville Center is literally where I was born. Like crazy. Like he Corporate might have synergy. gone to the same high school that my sister went to because I moved out of there before. Um, yeah, cor- corporate you guys are synergy. Best friends. Personal corporate synergy. synergy. Um, but I just, yeah, he's it, just he's different. He offers a different flavor. I really hope. I think the biggest moment in his career so far will be if he raps on Rampage in Chicago. Like, I think that's the perfect crowd. It's sold out. It's the night that everyone expects to see CM Punk. Like, he could just completely yeah. razz on that and, crowd. And live crowds so love them. We do see that. They oh, yeah. want to hate him. They want to hate the acclaim, but they can't because they're laughing. They're cheering. Mm-hmm. They're anticipating what the rap is going to be. Absolutely, yeah. When 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 you know Dynamite came back and you had like their first, uh, you know, first live Dynamite and they were out there, like the crowd was going nuts for that stuff. And it, it's, yeah, it, it's a thing. It, it's a really good thing. And um, there's really just no no negative to it, in my opinion. Like there really is nothing. Yeah, I, I can't see a negative whatsoever. Yeah. And what's interesting is that they never. You know, this team came together during COVID, so they didn't have live crowds initially. So I don't think anybody realized just how hype the crowd was going to be for these guys when they came out that first time in Miami when they did. And and they were busting on the heat and they were, you know, and everything. And people were just eating it up and, it. and just can do no wrong. And that maybe this week, but we'll see. Uh, it's wrestling. People I know, that's so God damn, you guys, you guys. But, you know, like the Simone Biles they, thing I can get. OK, whatever. People have done that. But yeah. making fun of Duke University's rape case, that's too much. But whatever. Yes. Well, and that's something, too. So now he does rap for TMZ Sports. So that is, you know, that's mm-hmm. added more on to Max Caster's kind of play and repertoire by being featured on TMZ um, Sports. And that's, you know, something to to commend him on and even AEW for that crossover appeal. And that's something that I think AEW eventually needs to really start thinking about is who are their crossover stars? Because that is an, an aspect 
uh, that their company will need to really uh, evaluate and also be able to allow their wrestlers to do is to do those crossovers. I think they've been very high on allowing their wrestlers to pursue independent wrestling opportunities and other ventures. But I think some of the true superstardom uh, of their wrestlers will come when we start to see them doing other things whether it's acting, whether it's music, whether it's other types of, of products and merchandise, that's when you know you've really created a star, not just bringing stars from other promotions, when you've created a star. So yeah, that, and, and yeah. they have that potential. They have that potential to be a crossover star for AEW, but the, there's a long list of people in front of them that the company probably wants to focus on first. Yeah. And that's very fair. That is, that's a fair assessment, but I hope that the acclaimed someday make it on the short list. So we are going to make it on somebody's short break. list. If they don't make it on yes. AEW short list, they'll make it on somebody else's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we know the E's already had an eye on them. If they continue to, to grow at this rapid pace, you know, they're going to be knocking on that door again. You know it. So Real quick, though, we are going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to go into the second half of tonight's topic. We're going to go into the second part of AEW that we don't hate. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore. Everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShot.com And they're opponents at a combined weight of 556 pounds. Anthony Rowan, Max Caster, The Acclaimed. Yeah. Now you boys can't run. Why this grandpa teaming with this grandson? And Damien, you ain't even in the game we playing in. The only game you play is with Kip Sabian and Miro. Chamberlain looking like a thousand zeros. Looking like you ate a six foot Italian hero. Yo, I think you had enough. Acclaim leaving bitches on their back looking up. Wow. Very cool, I will. Taz, another. I, I feel so, so welcome bad back to the hashtag Miranda that show. Was, that was Alex Chamberlain he was making fun of. He was like, uh, I know, look, so we, Greg and I, revealing the behind the curtain, when we knew that there was a, a tag team uh, uh, that we were familiar with that were going to be on AEW Dark and that they were facing the acclaimed, both of us said, man, can't wait to see what the acclaimed <laughs> <laughs> does for their rap on them like that was my very first thought like yeah. yes happy for them but also like i can't wait for what the claim has to and say they about didn't, them they didn't do much sadly no it wasn't as good as it should i was fairly disappointed i think it's because that they was... really didn't interact much beforehand yeah. and they didn't really know the guys that well and and to pull the curtain back even further the guys they were wrestling couldn't even hear the rap they didn't I hear know, the rap at all so they didn't even know what it was and so we knew okay. before they did um so yeah whatever but yeah. it's yeah. at some point in life it will be an honor to be wrapped on to have a disc wrap towards I, you it's already it should be considered an honor it should be considered an honor already should be just saying 
just saying. So we are here on part two of things about AEW we don't hate. And the second topic here, this, I have to admit, I'm a latecomer to this. Some people were on this bandwagon for quite some time. I have not been on this individual wrestler's bandwagon until most recent. And I haven't even really been very familiar with his work prior to AEW. But I do think that the most recent work and the kind of the long-term storylines how intentional or not it was, I do think this was more luck that came into play. Uh, but this has been the best example of long-term storytelling and character character development that I've seen in AEW. And that is Hangman Page. Yes, I, I do feel like he is truly a shining star. Maybe not always, maybe not consistently, but truly one of the better developed characters within AEW and someone who I've seen have a, you know, character progression, a career progression, and someone that I'm truly now rooting for and really want to see be successful. Um, when he began with AEW, very much a member of the elite and kind of that, that partnership, that dissolved as he went on his own ways and kind of went on a darker path, which again, I don't think translated very well in television. Um, I, I think that it, it was more of a confusing time for the elite because, um, you know, as much as they were very much displayed as faces, I think people just started to maybe not like them or not really understand what the dynamic was. But Hangman Page was the very first person, I think, who clearly made a statement that they wanted to move away from the elite. And what I've really started to enjoy more recently is the, the storyline with the Dark Order of trying to recruit him and him not wanting to be a part of another group anymore and that completely makes sense based off of the history and he's not doing it in an asshole way he's doing it in a way that's like it almost seems very unsure about being a part of a group after kind of the intensity that he had with the elite and especially the interactions of, of the dark order backing him up and wanting to support him and, and making you feel uh, something about Hangman Page. It's a very unique way, I think, of building this baby face, but he's very also a tweener too. I think he could go either way at any moment. And I don't really know how much of this was intentional or luck. I feel like luck had to, a, a part of it uh, because the way that they started off with the storyline, leaving the elite was intentional and didn't, at least to me, translate clearly or are as, as emotionally well as now we see it but I, I'm a latecomer to Hangman Page but he is someone that I will watch I do you know keep tabs of someone that I am interested in AEW and I feel like AEW has been a very good for him a, a good fit for him career-wise and also someone that I do believe has the potential to to be a very big star, someone that they could elevate. Um, and I don't mind that they're playing the long game with him in particular. Um, Greg, you know, what are your thoughts on Hangman? I know you followed his career more um, in depth and uh, probably was a little questionable about, you know, his involvement in AEW. But now that you see him now, you know, what do you think about kind of his time within the company? Full gear! I'm going to do some real cowboy shit! That's, that needs to permanently be on the button bar. I'm making that final, I'm making that official request right now. Okay, hang on. Let me save the video. Not that I steal stuff from YouTube, but let me save the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on. Here we go. Right. That was the wild card in cowboy shit, not... 
I mean, you also still don't understand the context of wild card, but it's almost like a B level drunker hangman page with like, I mean, you've seen the video, but Charlie day as the wild card is very much a poor man's Adam page. So, or maybe vice versa, given level of success and money probably made, but uh, I just, I was, I meant Charlie, not Charlie Day, the actor, Charlie within the character of okay. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you know anything about Charlie in the character of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's a janitor that hangs out with rats, so. And Hangman Page hung out with the elite. About the same thing. Oh, look, See? these are both things that we like about AEW, <laughs> Greg. Stay on track. No. Uh, so not here's the thing. negativity in here. Here's the thing about Adam Page. All the star potential in the world would would have been the next big star in Ring of Honor, but chose to leave with the Elite. Chose not to sign with WWE, would probably be at the top of NXT right now had he gone gone to WWE. Who knows? But again, much like the Elite, there's reason to be concerned. I know you like they're playing the long game, but look at a Braun Strowman. When WWE finally put the championship on him, it was too late. And they were headed in this collision course between Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for All Out and suddenly just pulled the plug on it by having him lose in that elimination match they had on Dynamite. And sure, you can tell a redemption story, but this story didn't need a redemption story. Later, he could have done a redemption story. Like, it, it's it's too much, but Kenny's got to play Kenny's games, and Kenny's got to be the belt collector, and Kenny's got to do like Kenny ain't ready to lose. Like, it's just sometimes you get in your own way, and to me, I think they're getting in their own way a little bit. And maybe his story should have always been for the TNT Championship, but it's too soon to take it off of Miro. He's finally found his way. Like, it's it's too easy to get lost in the shuffle, and a lot of people believe they lost because now we're headed down this road of. Daniel Bryan Danielson and CM Punk. And so where does that leave Hangman Page? Although the rumor is that the opponent for Kenny Omega at All Out might be Christian Cage. Why? I don't know. Like, of all the people whose last name rhymes with Page or Cage, Christian Cage is the last one they should be using in that role. I mean, Bryan Cage would be better than Christian Cage. And Adam Page should have been the one anyway. And here we are. And so I just worry that, much like the acclaimed... Do they know what they truly have? They know what they have. Do they know what they truly have? Because again, are they going to let that go to waste? It's, it's hard to say that word, go to waste. And again, we, you, you listen to, to the Wednesday morning chair shot radio and we talk about people being wasted. We're talking more about from a creative and booking standpoint. And, and I think that Hangman Page, like, even if it was a short run, I think the time was right. Yeah. And, and that's a valid point. And we talk about wasted. I'm a little buzzed right now, so I feel like I could really talk about this topic um, as an expert. Um, and I, I do think timing is is a it's an appropriate concern with Hangman because there did feel like a cap that happened with him. And I but I still feel like that could happen right now. I do feel like if they don't capitalize it soon that there truly will be a missed opportunity because there really does feel like some type of, though it be odd connection between the Dark Order and Adam Page, and then that does translate with the fans. So I agree that Kenny Belt Collector, you know, gimmick is 
not only just damaging one company, it's damaging a few companies. Um, But I do feel like if anyone should be in line for that and really should have the opportunity and win, it's Adam Page. You know, they really need to look at who they want to be the next star. And there's so much history between Adam Page and Kenny Omega. And now having the Dark Order back up Adam Page in a way that, I don't know, it's kind of this weird emotional thing that I sense. Again, as Adam Page felt very off-putted by the... uh, by the elite and the dark order is coming in with a lot more pure intentions, even though, you know, again, the original origins of the dark order were a lot more darker and now they've turned a little comedic, but at the same time, I think evolution happens for a reason. And now we're getting to see more just humanistic sides of Adam page that make him a lot more relatable to fans. But I absolutely agree. Time may be running out because if you wait too long, the connection's no longer there. The storyline isn't there. And if not now, when, if you're not doing it in Chicago, if you're not doing it at a big event, what are you waiting for? You know, and if you're the ultimate goal is to bring about new stars, you can do that out of every one of the elite. I would say Adam Page was kind of the less known one and he had the most room for growth and potential. And, you know, if, if it doesn't go to someone of his caliber, I mean, technically you could see how it go to somebody else, but at the same time, all of the stars are aligning in, into Adam page that I think. And again, if, if you don't pull the trigger soon, fans are going to lose interest because the attention span of wrestling fans is well short. It is, and build new stars. That That's one of the things yeah. that AEW needs to do. It's not the only thing they need to do. And I'm not even no. here to criticize their use of XWWE stars because WCW did it, and it worked. And they're, they finally figured out Miro. Gamer Miro, not good, but current mm-hmm. Miro, much better. And yes. and I think, you know, they, they so far, I'm okay with all the Malachi, Alistair Black stuff. I think he's a, a, a person who can do very well for them in the long run. But again... There's only so much TV time. There's only so much real estate yeah. out there. There's only so many championships. And and, and it, look, again, pissing people off, the, the belt's a prop, right? You use the belt to tell stories. Well, that was his prop. That was his story. And they completely dropped it for reasons yeah. we will never know. I say we will never know. It's wrestling. We'll know someday. It'll probably be. We'll know one day, but not the, soon the, enough. The rise and inev- an inev- in in inevitable moment. fall of AEW. Oh, man. On Greg's still on that. But I have to admit, like I said, I came late to the Adam Page party, um, but I'm glad I'm here. I, I do feel, again, I'm drawn to characters. He was someone for me originally that fell flat, but I feel like with the layers of storytelling, and of course just you know it's hard to get a cowboy gimmick over i have to admit you know but he's doing it in a way that i think speaks to mature audiences that speaks to you know audience that may be not familiar with the product that somehow blends well with the dark order um and and so i feel like he has the right of course in ring experience but character i think character i feel like before his character fell flat for me and now i see layers i see you know a a, a dynamic to it and that i think is is one of the better things that have come out with the long-term storytelling with um 
with Hangman and Page. So, you know, we will see what happens. We hope to see better and more things come out of Hangman and Page. And I think, you know, to speak, I'm going to speak on Greg's behalf, but I'm fairly certain I'm accurate that we hope to see him as an AEW world champion one day. That if there's someone who's going to dethrone Kenny Omega, why the hell would it not be Adam Page? What do they got to, to lose? But do it soon or else you may miss your opportunity. So that is... This week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show, the two things about AEW we don't hate. Who knew? It's primarily Greg, uh, but in, me, me as well. Um, let us know about the things that you don't hate about AEW on social media, of course. Reach Please out don't. to us at the Hashtag Miranda. Mainly me, I guess, not Greg. Greg's shaking his head. He's like, don't, don't tell me about things you hate about AEW. Because he'll probably take that opportunity on social media to tell you why you should hate it. Uh, so let's just leave him out of the Those who support AEW and social media don't go together so well, like, especially the Twitter. True. Like, I just, they, they. Maybe you yeah. come from more of a, 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 you know, a pessimistic side, kind of like us. There could be things about AEW you don't hate. Uh, so just, you know, let me know on social media at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. Of course, you can follow Greg at ChairShot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And the ChairShot at ChairShot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The hashtag Miranda Show is also available on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio. So make sure that you also listen to it in one of those platforms if you're not listening to it at thechairshot.com. But of course, Course, the hashtag Miranda show is a proud part of the chair shot radio network, which you can find on the chairshot.com. And of course, lots of other podcasts on the chair shot radio network, including the Lucha central weekly podcast, the baby face heel podcast and chair shot radio, all things that I am proudly a part of. So Greg keeps me busy. Uh, by the time I hit the hashtag Miranda show, I'm a little delirious, but uh, if anything, excited and honored to do this show with, of course, my co-host and friend, the kingpin himself, Greg DeMarco. Uh, make sure you just stay tuned. Follow us on social media. Follow your local independent wrestling organizations. As we mentioned, Phoenix Championship Wrestling um, show on August 14th. Find them on social media. Impact Zone Wrestling, IZW on August 28th. Future Stars of Wrestling on social media uh, for SummerSlam weekend. And you know we're going to hit you with a lot more in future shows, so stay tuned. But hey, if you are not nearby, you can support your local wrestling independent independent wrestling organizations by following them on social media attending a show buying their merchandise like at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot where you could pick up your chair shot and izw t-shirt and even just you know sharing information on social media that doesn't cost a dime but a way to support local independent wrestling so that's it. We will be back again for another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Uh, I'm Miranda Morales. That's been Greg DeMarco. Uh, thank you so much, and we'll be back next time. And don't forget to always keep it soft style. And their opponents, at a combined weight of 556 pounds, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, the acclaimed. Taz Max Caster with the mic in his hand. Yo. The acclaim bringing pain, get smacked in your neck. Yo, we whipping y'all ass and we cashing a check. Now, you're in jeopardy. Every model chick wanna get with me. Every model agency wanna book Anthony. You couldn't get booked for a portrait of your family. Sorry guys, this the way it had to be. 
D3, you were looking just goofy. Why you named after a Mighty Ducks movie? An angel, we already caught you slipping. Beat your ass so bad, leave your eyeliner dripping. Everything you plan to be, we are the acclaimed. If you really think you beating us, y'all are insane. Damn, Jazz. Wild card, bitches! Yeah! Always use your head.